Hey guys, I need you to pack your winter coats and your brewery beanies. As we are going up into the Alps, taking you on a journey through France, Switzerland, Germany, Italy, Slovenia and Austria, with this latest box of beer from Beer 52 from December of 2019. From the time Hannibal decided elephants would be the best way to beat the traffic, the Alps have been a source of inspiration or, most importantly, fun. So it only really makes sense we would find some pretty exceptional craft beers nestled among the imposing peaks and snug valleys. Covering all corners of the famous mountain range, we have Big Mountain, Brewery Poppy Han, and Beer 52 alumnus Ninkasi from France, White Pony and the Wild Mr. B from Italy, Reservoir Dogs and Tectonic from Slovenia, Bivog from Austria, and ABK from Germany. What we found really exciting about putting this box together is the sheer range of approaches we've encountered. We have arguably the oldest traditional brewery in the world, ABK, rubbing shoulders with Italian Enfant Terrible, Mr. B. We have delicate, subtle, old-world hops toe-to-toe -to -toe, with high alpha acid producing US juice bombs. All brewed with the amazing water that being in such close proximity to the Alps more or less guarantees. Moreover though, we hope each of these brews somehow captures the spirit of the place in which it was brewed. We really try and still the lifestyle that love of the mountain in the beers we brew. Now that's a noble call. Our first beer tonight comes from the goddess of beer and brewing. Used by the Campaign for Real Ale about 10 years ago to attract more women to the organisation, Ninkasi is the goddess of beer and brewing. And just to add to the confusion, there are two breweries named Ninkasi, because when I reviewed these I tagged the wrong brewery. This is Ninkasi Brewery from Lyon, France. Not to be mistaken, as I did, using social media, with Ninkasi Brewing, from Eugene, Oregon. I recognise the logo. I'm sure I've had something by them as well. My iPhone's updating. Oh, I haven't had anything from Ninkasi Brewing Company. Oh, I thought I had. Definitely recognise the logo. I know the name, I know the logo. So I haven't had anything from the American Ninkasi Brewing Company. We might have to try and do something about that when this is all over. Anyway, we're up in the Alps. We're in Lyon, France. And my first beer, there's two beers in this box from Ninkasi and this is Ninkasi French IPA. French IPA, Ninkasi, 5.4% style IPA. Ninkasi French IPA has a malted body brewed with 100% French ingredients. It first hits the mouth with powerful fruitiness then delivers a delicate bitterness. This beer was inspired by the traditional pale ale. This beer was inspired by the traditional pale ales and revisited with hops grown in Alscas, France. Hey guys, welcome to a sunny but cold Trouda Bay. Here at the beginning of a new box beer from Beer 52, 11th of May 2020. Today I have a bottle of Ninkasi French IPA, 5.4%. India Pale Ale from Ninkasi Brewing, Tare, France. This is an English style IPA. It says, Ninkasi French IPA is a beer malted with body brewed with 100% French ingredients. It hits the mouth first with powerful fruitiness, 
then delivers a delicate bitterness. This beer style is inspired by the traditional pale ale and revisited with the hops grown in Alsace, France. Its beer was sent out to the British colonies, particularly India. It was strong and brewed with a large amount of hops to improve its conservation and survive the long journeys by boat. Right, so let's get this out into my glass and see what I think of it, shall we? As usual, just my shipping mitre beer festival glass. Oh, it smells nice. It's not bubbling out the top. There we go. It's pouring a nice dark golden colour. No head. Head settles extremely quickly, which is good. That's uh, good compared to some of the things I've had just lately. So the head settles to a normal half finger, probably one of my fat fingers. My head. There you go. It's a nice dark golden colour. Sure there's not a melon in this. It's got a very citrusy, very melony nose to it. Like the ones I had the other week with the Huel melon hopping. Oh, cheers guys. Mmm, mmm, well that's nice. That. Yeah, I like that. Sweet to begin with. It's over in about 10 seconds though, that's the thing. Sweet on the beginning, bitter on the back end. Mmm, well that's nice. Yeah, I like that. Cheers guys, my first taste of Ninkasi beer. I'm hoping it won't be my last. And Ninkasi, I've looked her up. And Ninkasi is the Sumerian goddess of beer and brewing. How cool were the Sumerians? Thumbs up for the Sumerians for having a goddess of beer. Of course, the Greeks had a god of beer as well. His name was Dionysus. To Ninkasi and Dionysus, god and goddess of beer. Mm. It's really nice. It's sweet. But it's got like a layered sweetness, so it's got like a the sweetness comes in the background just as it's evaporating in your mouth. Just when you think you've finished, you're hit with this blast of like honey sweetness or melon sweetness. There is a honey melon, isn't there? So, <laughs> honey melon sweetness. I'd say I hope this won't be my last taste of Ninkasi beer, but there's a dark one in the box. I'm giving that a four out of five. I've enjoyed that. Oh, pardon me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm enjoying that. So I'm going to go away and enjoy that. As always, it was opened with my De Heidebrewery bottle opener. Right, I'm going to go. Cheers, everyone. I will see you a little bit later with another beer. So who are Ninkasi Brewery? Ninkasi Leo de Brassage. This is... From the looks of it, it's a restaurant with a brewery. Leo de Rossage literally translate as brewing places. They have a beer company, they have a craft distillery, they have a burger company, and they have a music company. Initiated by three young people, newly graduated, Ninkasi was born from a simple idea to implement the concept of micro-American breweries in France and to initiate a craft beers movement. And it was in Lyon, a mecca of brewing tradition in the 19th century. 
that this project found its place in 1997. A former transport factory was transformed into a new place of life, with a beer factory, a restaurant and a concert hall. Why Ninkasi? No, Ninkasi is not Japanese sushi, or a famous geisha. In Sumerian mythology, Ninkasi is the name of the goddess of beer and brewing. And for the record, the Sumerians lived in Mesopotamia between 5000 BC and 1750 BC. At the age of 20, Christoph flies to the United States with dreams in his pockets and a mad desire for discovery. He meets Kurt, falls under the spell of American microbreweries. The two acolytes spend months surveying the American continent in search of knowledge and exchanges. A few years after graduating the ESC St. Etienne, Christophe decided to realise his project to establish a microbrewery in France. It was in Lyon, a mecca of brewing tradition, that the Ninkasi was born. Beyond the brewery, he also thinks brewing crafts, audiences, talents, styles, cultures and tastes. He enjoys moments with friends over a beer, a burger and the sound of a concert. Ninkasi is a clever mix of those moments of sharing. So in 1995, Christophe Fagier explores the concepts of microbreweries in the USA. In 1997, the creation of Ninkasi Gerland, brasserie, bar, restaurant, cafe and concert stage. The Ninkasi Garland Concert Hall, the Cow, it's K-A-O. 2002 saw the openings of the very first Ninkasi Cordelier and Ombre establishments. 2010 opened the first franchise in Sansuchi. In 2012, Ninkasi sets up its beer factory in Tarare. In 2014, they saw a new stage with the installation of a distillery in Tarare. 2015 saw the opening of the 10th Ninkasi, as well as 500,000 burgers served every year. That's a good goal, isn't it? Half a million burgers sold in a year, over 10 different venues. In 2016, Ninkasi continues to grow and exceeds 15,000 hectolitres of beer per year and is awarded its 50th medal. It also saw the birth of the Ninkasi Music Lab. In 2017, to celebrate 20 years of Ninkasi, it saw the renovation of the Ninkasi Garland facility and victory for our menu. 70% of the ingredients came from local producers. 2018 saw the launch of the very first single malt whiskey and the opening of the 17th Ninkasi. 2019 saw a full throttle at the distillery with the launch of the first organic gin in January. Also in 2019, Alban, the master distiller, finalised his second and third whiskies. First year, first prize for our whisky, gold medal at the Spirit Selection by Brussels World Championship 2019. And they're currently creating an endowment fund to support music and promote living together. 1% of revenue from beer bottle sales is paid out every year. From Lyon, we are travelling 850 kilometres east, through the top of Italy and just over the far border into Slovenia, to the town of Alzdovshina and a craft brewery called Pivovara Pelikon. I'll tell you what, anyone staying at the Hotel Adjivshina has a great treat in store because this is directly opposite the brewery. Pivovara Pelikon, Pelikon Brewery. We are an independent microbrewery and operate in the heart of the Vipava Valley in Adjivshina. We brew beers that are unfiltered, unpasteurised and full of flavour. We brew beers we like to drink ourselves. After a year of preparation and testing, we launched our first Pali, Pale Ale, brew 
in November 2013. We are best known for the India Pale Ale style beer that is called Three Pill, which won two silver awards in 2014. The rate portal, Beer.com, declared it the best Slovenian beer. In addition to the above, we also brew other beers, and the list is steadily growing. At Pentecost Brewery, we focus on quality and creative development of new recipes. With each brew, we want to get better and inspire as many people as possible over the new wave of beer. In 2014, with the help of the votes of our drinkers, we received the title of Best Slovenian Brewery of the Year three times. Um, that's just this is being translated from Slovenian. There isn't an English version of this, so um, basically, that, what that should say is they won Best Slovenian Beer of the Year three years in a row. Damn, I hate Slovenian. They have very strange letter combinations. At the Dubidjana Beer Festival 2015. BJCP International declared our Quantum Dipper beer the second best beer at the festival. In January 2017, we received a silver medal for the Pelican Coffee Stout at the Czech World Competition. Yeah, that's an L and a J together. L-J-U-B-I-J-A-N-A. Dubijana. Dubijana, I don't know. I don't know, I'm going to have to put that through Google Translate as well. Just to see how you pronounce that, because... Who puts an L and a J together? Oh, just look up beer.com. It doesn't exist. The domain's for sale. That's Ljubljana. There we go. Just put it through Google Translate. It's Ljubljana. The J's are silent. That is so weird. But the Ljubljana Beer Festival, 2015. Anyway, let's get back to this. With the help of a persistent and enthusiastic team, the municipality of Advocida awarded us the Golden Bridge of Merit in the field of Slovenian brewing. A wood does the Golden Bridge of Merit, the, the Golden Bridge, the Golden Badge, what am I talking about? So I've been reading something about the Golden Gate Bridge, I've obviously got that on my mind. A wood does the Golden Badge of Merit in the field of Slovenian brewing at the Young Entrepreneur Institute, Young Entrepreneur of the Year 2017. We will be happy to answer additional questions, send us an email or contact us on social networking. Black Aurora. Pelicon, 6.2%. Single hop dark ale. Dark smooth body with chocolate and coffee notes. Browned with fine bitterness of Styrian aura. Noble Slovenian hop variety. Very drinkable dark ale. Awarded best in show at Central European Beer Conference in Budapest. Hey guys, welcome back. When I left you earlier, we were near Lyon in France. We are now going to travel 897 kilometres or 557 miles due west to Slovenia to the town of Adgovsina. I've never spoken Slovenian so I've no idea if that's where we find our next brewery Pivo Varna Pelikon. Slovene Craft Brewers awarded the best brewery in beer of Slovenia by Rate Beer. Awarded the World Beer Idol. Am I drunk? No, I'm not drunk. Someone's asking if I'm drunk. No, why would I be drunk? I'm on my second beer of the day. I had my last beer at about half past five, so. And this this beer is a 6.2% dark ale, and it's called Black Aurora. There it is. Comes in a 330ml bottle. Nothing on the cap. They've got a plain cap. Quite plain branding. Just white text on a black label for this beer. Black Aurora is a top fermented ale 
Remove from ingredients Huberge, water, malt, single Slovenian hop, Skirial Aurora and yeast. Bottle conditioned, unfiltered, cloudy and unpasteurised. Store in a cold dark place. Keep upright, pour gently if you prefer less yeast sediment. So there we are, that's what it says on the back of the bottle. Let's get this out into my, got my flavourly glass tonight for this one. As always my the Heide Brewery's bottle opener. So, I can't get it around the cap, there we go. Oh, God, that was on tight. Went all the way over there. <laughs> oh, that smells nice. There we go, or a bit for on camera. Right, that looks a good. Dark ale. Right, let's try this, see what I think of this. Cheers everyone. It smells interesting. It's got a very thin, almost non-existent foamy tan head. Lots of foamy stuff on the top. Leaving nice tan lacing on the glass. Smells very much of chocolate. Let's get this down me and see what I think. Not literally. I mean, I don't want to ruin this nice light blue shirt. Mmm. Ooh. Ooh, that's nice. Very roasty, very toasty. Um, lots of roasted malt flavour in that. I think that in the aroma was more roasted malt than... Um, Chocolate, yeah. Small sort of a roast chocolate malt flavour smell. Mm. That's what I'm getting in this. So two people on my friend list has it. One hasn't put a rating on it. I like three people about it. One gave it 3.75. Two gave it 3.75. Well, someone actually drank this in Lyon. What a strange coincidence is that? Hey, eh? Someone in Lyon drank this beer and the last beer I had was from just outside of Lyon. <laughs> Dear <Dead> guys. <laughs> mm. But yeah, it was nice, nice Quite deep chocolatey flavour. Rich, toasty, roasty. Mm. As I only rate in half, I'm going to give that 4 out of 5. Best before November 20. They're still very much in date. And it's brewed, this one's been done. Especially for beer 52. 
And I say that simply because they've got printed on the label, imported by Beer 52, and it's a 330ml bottle. And the ones on Pelicon's website are 500ml bottles. So this is normally €3.40 a bottle, and it comes in 500ml bottles. And it's some sort of roasted dark malt, say chocolate malt. Very good, very nice. Enjoyed that, enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, big thumbs up for that. So, uh, you can get hold of this beer, give it a go. They sell it for, I don't know if they ship abroad, but they sell it for €3.40 a bottle. And they can sell them in uh, packs of uh, 24. 24 pints of this. Sounds good to me. Cheers guys, have a great evening, stay safe, enjoy whatever you The co-founders, Matej Pelikon. Also, it's actually his name. That's interesting. I was wondering where the interesting brewery name came from. Co-founder and main brewer. SK Group from the Bipava Valley is realising its long-standing vision of modern beers with the help of exceptional brewing equipment. It takes a lot of welding and continuous improvement. A physicist at heart, preferably with a pencil behind his ear and a skate under his feet. So I'm assuming that's a skateboard. So this guy obviously liked to skateboard. Anita Lozar, co-founder and responsible for all your questions and suggestions. After years of working in the field of graphic design, he now takes care of product development, all the visual and less visual matters. A lover of all good ideas. So there you go. And there you go, that's an interesting one. A guy called Anita. Just shows you how names change in different cultures, doesn't it? Because um, if you remember, um, Andrea. Andrea or Andrea is a male name in Italian. There we go, that's a little bit about Pivavana Pelicon. So let's try the beer. There is a guide to each of the beers in the back of the magazine. Let's see his write-up. Pelicon Black Aurora, 6.2% single hop dark ale. Richard Crowsell's tasty notes on this one say, A dark smooth body with chocolate and coffee notes. Rounded with a bitterness of Styrian Aurora. A noble Slovenian hop variety. Very drinkable dark ale. Awarded best in show at the Central European Craft Beer Conference in Budapest. It's a kind of magic. Blossom Founds Low Alcohol Juju Juice IPA represents a new direction for the highly regarded Sussex Brewery. Blossom Found made its name with the kind of big hoppy high alcohol beers that hit their fashionable peak a couple of years back. Working out of the same Brighton shed where the whole adventure started, head brewer and all-rounded creative powerhouse Chris Angelkov recently took on the challenge of creating a beer that had the same bold character, but at a much lower ABV. The general premise was to explore the low-alcohol movement that's obviously growing. The younger demographic are very interested. A lot of them are really into keeping fit and looking good on social media. They wouldn't get caught being sick in a hedge. Even 35 and up though, they might want to play football or then go to the pub with their mates afterwards. They want an option to do without drinking pints of Coca-Cola. There were obviously more of those beers out there, but we wanted to see if we could push beyond what had been done before. Coming from brewing a lot of big beers, I think our concern with low alcohol suggests it's going to be lacking in some departments. So it couldn't just be about chasing the trend for us. We had to make a beer that we were proud of, that we would drink ourselves. Chris has always been a technical brewer, preferring to put the work into his research and planning rather than endless trial and error brews. 
There's a good practical reason for this too, particularly if you're looking to nail an emerging trend. With each test brew taking around six weeks to properly mature, it's far better to get it right first time than to wait until next year and end up as an also ram. I like getting into the science and numbers of recipe creation, balancing the components of beer to make it work. I've always done that from day one, and so that felt particularly important for this beer. So I've put in the time and effort up front, acquired the ingredients and set out on an intensive brew schedule. Five beers in three days, double batching morning and afternoon shifts, then really babysitting the fermentation. The result of Chris's shed retreat is five new recipes, all at 2.8%. The first to be released is called Juju, a juicy soupy mosaic heavy IPA. In a blind tasting, you'd never peg it for a low alcohol beer. It's certainly quaffable and light on the palate, but with tons of body, mouthfeel and aroma. So how did you do it? The trick is the balance, he explains. Traditionally with beer, you've got your four basic ingredients. And with the low ABV beer, you typically try to reduce the malt to bring down the amount of fermentable sugars. For example, when you drink a 3% best, there's just a spatting of fuggles. So you get a balanced beer. But because we're throwing in a ton of hops, as if we're really making a juicy IPA, we had to somehow avoid making hop water. I've had plenty of those in higher ABV beers. So we're using malts that don't add sugar, but do add body and mouthfeel. We're adding bodybuilders like naked oats and flaked wheat. We're putting unfermentables in, so they're adding viscosity and volume. It's challenging this orthodoxy that you need alcohol to balance hops. Body balances hops just as well. Also, we normally use a clean yeast on our high ABV beers, which just breaks everything down. But for Juju, we used an East Coast Ale yeast, which leaves a lot of heavies and personality. So you bring the yeast profile up too. Turning up those other three components creates a great balance, despite a lack of alcohol. The other four recipes in Chris's back pocket include a version of Juju using Citra, Lemon Drop and Amarillo, instead of Mosaic, and a tantalisingly white stout with cacao nibs and vanilla. Sadly, he's only made eight litres of each, and Beer52's James Brown has snaffled our allocation, so I can neither confirm nor refute his claim that the latter is a effing killer. I bottled off 24 and a couple of pints in each keg, concludes Chris. I've been drinking it and I've been living with it, from sipping it out of the mash tun all the way through the fermentation. Since it's peak now, and I was nipping out to the shed for another glass. It's the kind of thing I'd do myself a lot of the time now. Now I know you can make it to this level without compromising. And there was something very, very rare about this beer. So let's see what I thought of it. Juju juice, lost and found, 2.8%, double dry hop session IPA. Okay, not brewed in the Alps, but a true exclusive, only available to Beer 52 members. A big beer with an ABV that begs to differ. Mosaic and Galaxy deliver notes of blueberries and tropical fruits, supplemented with citrus and grapefruit. Medium bitterness with a medium to full body and a mouthfeel. 12th of May 2020. I have another beer out of my box from Beer 52, but this one seems to have no connection whatsoever to the theme of the Alps. This is from a brewery from Brighton. Seems like it's a stray. Maybe they only had seven beers they could put in the box or something. But this is a Juju Juice Double Dry Hopped IPA from Lost and Found ABL. It's a 500ml can, which is a very rare find these days. So this is only 2.8%. Yeah, you've seen me drink the high ABV ones. Now I'll watch me drink the low ABV ones. 
And to balance it out, there's an 8% in this box as well. Tropical Blueberry and Citrus, made with Mosaic, Galaxy and Citra. What does Untapped have to say about this beer then? Light but tropical fruity flavour. Oh, just basically what it says on the can. Light but tropical fruity flavour. Tropical Blueberry Citrus. So let's crack this and see what I think then. It's in a plain white can. I haven't seen a 500ml can in a long time. Oh, that smells good. Oh, wow, that does smell proper. I can smell that from here. Okay, so that has got a one two finger foamy white head. It's a nice, clear, light golden colour. I can smell the citra, <laughs> I can smell the lemony flavour, I can also smell the blueberry it mentioned. Mm. Right, see what I think of this then. Cheers, guys. About ready for a drink to be honest. I had a coffee about an hour ago but my mouth's feeling a bit dry again now. Oh, oh that is really nice. Mm, oh yeah I'm definitely getting that blueberry. That is good I like that. Cheers guys. Mm. Ah, it is a collab. I thought it would be. De Proof. De Proof Bruges. Belgium. I thought it had to be a collaboration beer. It doesn't even say on Untap that it's a collab. I'm going to give that a 4 out of 5. That is really nice. And it's only 2.8%. There you go. Just to prove you can have a nice, big, juicy, fruity, flavourful, low ABV beer. Alright, cheers guys. Have a great afternoon. Enjoy yourselves whatever you're doing. Stay safe, despite what the government may be telling you, stay in as much as possible. The Ninkasi Concepts. Ninkasi is the perfect alchemy between brewing quality beers, offering food in partnership with local actors, and organising concerts and evenings, all in warm and friendly places to live. In the end, we brew more than just beer. We create brewing places, beer factory and distilling. Designed and brewed in Rhone by our brewers, our permanent beers respect the Lyon brewing tradition. Light, intense or fruity. They each offer a wide variety of flavours as well as a point of originality. A speciality that has made our reputation since 1997. We use 100% natural ingredients, water, malt, barley and yeast. Our malt comes mainly from France and we are currently developing in collaboration with other breweries a local hot production line. Ninkasi completed its collection with the installation of a distillery. Whiskey is inseparable from beer. The manufacturer of these products share identical raw materials, malted barley, yeast, water and fire. The first spirits have already been produced in an organic wheat vodka and a range of spirits. Our first whiskey began production in December of 2015. But three years later, we released a thousand bottles of whiskey in December of 2018. Burgers. At Ninkasi, we love working with local producers. Our menu is more than 70%... Sorry, this is being translated from French by the browser and not everything's coming across in a readable sentence. So, On our menu, more than 70% of our products come from the Auvergne Rhone Alps region. From the fresh steaks to the mountain label on our fries, 
made in Mibelion through our buns from a family bakery, Favernay. We have been developing a short supply chain with local producers for more than 20 years. From 7 years old to 77 years old. Our menu will delight the whole family, friends and colleagues. A family restaurant in Lyon to fill up on conviviality and good things. Music. Diversity on stage. Live concerts all year round in Aldenkassi. The foundation of this project is to support discovery and emergence in order to promote plurality of artistic forms and practices and to support and embody cultural diversity. Our ambition is to promote and develop the local music scene by giving an important place to emergence while offering accessible and daring programming by national and international artists. Our values. For more than 20 years, beer, people, talents, culture, styles and tastes have been blending into our living spaces. That's why Ninkasi chose brewing as its watchword. Our identity is both the deep desire to be authentic, the defence of diversity and the desire to create the conditions for true conviviality. So obviously it's something that doesn't translate very well into English. Authenticity. We love our region. It's cultural richness, it's diversity, men and women who bring new projects to life every day. At Ninkasi we surround ourselves with these people. These craftsmen who defend the know-how. These suppliers who work with local products. These associations that defend values. These singers, musicians, DJs and artists who want to make our hearts vibrate. Because the Ninkasi is a brewing place where everyone has a place. Diversity. At Ninkasi, no selection at the entrance. We're for an intersection of cultures and tolerance. All styles, ages and personalities mix. From the smallest to the largest. From the quietest to the craziest. From the most classic to the most eccentric. We defend eclecticism and the choices of each and every one of us. And we fight so that today and tomorrow we will always have the freedom of choice. Friendliness. At Ninkasi, we try to ensure the best experience for our customers. Welcome, smile and availability are essential conditions for having fun gathering in these places and making them spaces for exchanges and encounters where the social bond is created and developed. Incarnate teams. The brewing and the values we sweat, it's our teams who embody them. On a daily basis, they are the smile, the eyes, the voice and the ears of Ninkasi. We love their festive personality and without fuss, but respectful and always listening to you. They welcome you like home. Our manifesto. To all those who draw the heart in moss, who have friends and friends of friends and friends today, who recognise a song from the first note, who know what a burger is that rips, who do not tire of redoing the world around a pint, which are reasonable to say they're unreasonable buddies home, who prefer to eat local than uncontrolled origin, who sing false but will always sing along anyway, who can't help but make a battery with their cutlery, who pay for a tour expecting nothing in return, who know that fries are fries, who collect subbucks since adolescence, who reconcile over a drink, that's open to all brews, promised we remain ourselves, an authentic beer, a real burger, live concerts, we are Ninkasi. So, let's see what I thought of this second Ninkasi beer. This was a dark one. This was Ninkasi Noir. Ninkasi Noir. Ninkasi, 5.1%. French Porter. 
Ninkasi Noir is a sweet, smooth beer with coffee and chocolate notes. This beer is inspired by a 19th century brown beer brewed in Lyon and known throughout France. At the time, the town had numerous breweries, but they gradually disappeared with the arrival of the industrial era. A true Lyonnese beer. Hey guys, good evening, welcome back. It is rapidly approaching beer o'clock, so my next beer out of my box, my last beer for this week, is another dark one. We're going back to the beginning, back to Lyon, France, back to Ninkasi Brewing, back to the goddess of beer and brewing. And this is Ninkasi Noir. Dark, a little bit mysterious, probably. And this is award-winning beer. We're going back to the World Beer Awards. This won Meilleur Porter de France, the best porter in France. And going back two years earlier than that, who's good at French? Who knows their French? Meilleur Porter au monde. That's the best porter in the world. 2015 best porter in the world. Let's see what the best porter in the world tastes like. Is it the best porter in the world or is it just a tribute? Before I get it out of my glass, let's see what Untapped has to say about it. I can't read what it says on the bottle. Purple printed on black. In this light, I can't read it. Soft, dark and chewy. Ninkasi Noir by Francis Ninkasi Brewery takes its styling cues from the 19th century Lyonnaise dark beer. Pouring deep chestnut with ruby highlights, Ninkasi Noir breathes dark malt, coffee and chocolate notes characteristic of the best porters. On the palate, this dark beer offers more of those tones, with a darker, yeasty, dark fruit and brown sugar character that usher in a lingering, bitter finish. This sounds right up my street. Right, my De Heidenbruge bottle opener, as usual, and I've rinsed out my World Beer Festival glass from earlier. So let's give this out into my glass and see what I think. Normally I'd chill these, but I haven't chilled this one. It feels quite cold. So there's your bottle cap. They've got the custom bottle caps and the Ninkasi. Let's get this out into my glass and see what the world's best porter from five years ago tastes like. There we go. Wow, that is ridiculously light for a porter. It does say it pours chestnut. I think last thing I saw that was similar to that colour was maybe a plum porter. Mmm, interesting nose to it. It's got a one two finger foamy tan head. Mmm. Oh, that's interesting. Mmm. Tastes a bit like a plum porter as well. That is really nice. It's sweet, it's juicy. It's quite plum like that. Mmm. Don't mind that. It says... Dark malt, coffee and chocolate. I'm not really getting any of that. Dark fruit, brown sugar. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. Sort of dark fruit, raisin, plum. I'm going to do that for our five. That is really nice. It's very much like plum porters. Totally plum porter, JW Lee's plum porter. Whoever else makes a plum porter that I've tried. Alright. Cheers guys. Have a great evening. Do some of what you do. I'll see you soon.
As we're in the Alps this time, our midpoint music is going to come from a band with Alps in the name. Vallis Alps are an electronic music duo based in Sydney, Australia, composed of composer David Ansari, who is from Seattle in the USA, and vocalist Parissa Tosif, originally from Canberra, Australia. In January 2015, they released the tracks Young and Through of their first EP, Vallis Alps. Following the success of their EP, Vallis Alps announced their first Australian tour date in August of 2015, including performance at Splendour in Grass that July. The pair moved to Sydney in late 2015. The 2015 was capped off with a nomination for the J Award for the Unearthed Artist of the Year 2015. Young went on to place number 7 in the Triple J Hottest 100 of 2015. In November of 2016, the duo released a new track called Fading. The track placed at 94 on the same chart. In March of 2017, the duo released East, the lead single from the second EP, Fading. On August 31st, 2017, the duo released the single Oceans, which tells of the sacrifice women take and is inspired by the story of a 19th century Iranian woman called Taria, who fought for women's rights in Iran. Look up 
Choosing the midpoint music for this show was very difficult. I had so many good artists over these two shows I've taken this podcast from. But in the end, it was a toss-up between the Vallis Alps and a Danish singer-songwriter called Hannah Leland. And I thought, as this is the Alps, I'd go with the band with the Alps in the name. I might bring you Hannah Leland on a later show. Keep an ear out. Or go look her up yourself on the internet. Which is very good. I hope that bit of music has refreshed your palate. We're now going to go to day two of my beer reviews and the final four beers out of the Alps box. Our first beer comes from Italy from a brewery called White Pony. And I think I actually refer to it as White Horse in the review. But it is White Pony. <laughs> oh dear. They've got a very distorted sense of humour at this brewery. And uh, sorry, I'm sorry about that little laugh. Um, their uh, email address for contacting them about working for them is workersaslave at whiteponybrewery.com. Like, what the? So they've got a really warped sense of humour. Let's tell you a little bit about them then. They're about 25 miles or 40 kilometres outside of Venice. They were rated in the top five breweries at Bruges Beer Festival 2019. 
you know what, I'm going to be easier reading this off my phone now then. Or my tablet. The text is... Uh, the text is very small. It's difficult to read on this screen. First time I've ever used the zoom option on my web browser. Right, now I can read it. White Pony Microbrewery, born from a real passion for craft beer. We make craft, unpasteurised and unfiltered, bottle conditioned real ales, respecting the ancient tradition, but with our own innovative view. Our beers are only made with water, malts, hops and yeast. And sometimes we put in some particular spice or sugar. This method permits an evolution of the beer in the bottle and the possibility to aid it for a lot of time. We don't want to bore you with words like we use the best ingredients. It's just obvious. But we try to spread our emotions through the beers. Because for us, beer is art. We don't want to make the same pills or wit beers of the same thousands of breweries. We brew first of all what we like to drink. Trying to make something different. Inspired by each moment of the life and emotions that we feel every day. We hope that you'll find those emotions inside a bottle. Peace, love and beer. Story and awards. White Pony Microbrewery is a brewing project thought up in 2012 by an Italian guy. Son of an Italo-Belgian family. That at those times was not able to find a good job as a nurse. A story of passion, knowledge and experimentation. In December 2013, White Pony entered the top 10 at Cursed Beer Festival in Essen with the Prophet Bourbon Reserver. In 2014, we entered the same chart with the December Flower and three beers were rated in the Italian Top 50 by Rate Beer. During 2015, Lost Autonomy won Lopolo Doro, Golden Hop, at Beer in Italy. And Black Sheep and the Crow was voted in the top beers imported in Sweden. In May of 2016, our Oracle won the Lupo de Borro medal, best beer at the event. In August 2016, Oracle received a silver medal at the Nordic Beer Challenge. We actually have five beers in the top 50 by Rate Beer, and we are in the top breweries for untapped. Buying our beers, you contribute on helping people. Part of our profits are donated to Who Was Forgotten. Make this life a beautiful adventure. Resistance, White Pony, 8.5%, triple. A classic Belgian-style triple brewed with a couple of base malts, wheat, sugar and the best Trappist yeast. Pouring blonde with a medium mouthfeel, the character is multi-citrus, cereal, yellow fruits, spice from the yeast and herbal hop notes. 18th of May 2020, out of my box tonight, I have a bottle of... White Pony Microbrewery from Italy. Roots and Rarity Series Resistant. Resistance. This is a Belgian style triple. It comes in a Belgian stubby bottle. It's 8.5%. It says on the back of it. This series is about some old and forgotten recipes from the book of our brewmaster, which were never released. Enjoy. And this is nothing more than his everyday Abbey's Inside triple. Full malty. Yeah, shiny blonde finish. I don't know. <laughs> it's in some pseudo Belgian style font. So, you know, you've got things ending in B when they should be ending <laughs> that don't end in B. 
we have a bit of festival glass as per usual. Alright, let's get this out into my glass and see what I think. Gold bottle cap. Whoa, <laughs> that was slippery. And as always, my De Heidenbruge bottle opener from the Netherlands. And there we go. Oh, it's a nice clear golden colour. Resistance is futile. Right, there it is. It's got a one, two finger, very foamy white head. It's settled to a clear dark golden colour. Mmm, smells interesting, smells yeasty. Let's get this down me and see what I think then. Mmm. Ooh. Ooh, that's quite nice actually, yeah. It's quite good for Belgian style shrivel. And uh, I'll tell you now, they have actually cheated. It doesn't say so on the bottle, but ununtapped. It says this was contract brewed at Brewerie Eutropius at Menen, Belgium. It was actually brewed in Belgium. So it wasn't brewed at the brewery in Italy. Look at that, that head dissipated very quickly there. Yeah, so it wasn't actually brewed at the uh, Italian brewery. It was brewed in a proper Belgian brewery by the guys from White Horse. Mm. It's quite nice for a Belgian triple. Mmm, nice, sweet, fruity. Mmm, I'm enjoying that. Very slight dryness, but yeah, I'm enjoying that. Mmm. But yeah, that is nice. Nails the style very well. Mmm. It's been a while since I've had a proper Belgian triple. Um, I really should get a case of Shimmer, shouldn't I? <laughs> I'm going to do that for it. I find that is good. No, the style. Definitely. Cheers, guys. Have a great evening, guys. Stay safe, and I'll see you soon. From Powder, Italy, just outside Venice, we are travelling east to Verona and then north. A total of 305 miles, or 490 kilometres, to the German town of Calf Byron, where we find... One of the oldest breweries in Europe, possibly the world. And I just cannot get that pronunciation correct in the article or in the review. It's spelled K-A-U-F-B-E-U-R-E-N and I keep saying Kaufbohren. Brewed to last. ABK is one of the world's oldest breweries. We asked the secret to its longevity and sudden growth. Brewing for the last 700 years, though probably longer, it's fair to say that Bavaria's Eidking Brewery Calf Bruin has some precious heritage. Indeed, until relatively recently, its classic brews could only be found in the surrounding towns and villages. That all changed in 2013, when the brewery was bought by two successful entrepreneurs after they were blown away by the clean flavours and lager during a completely unrelated trip to Bavaria. Now selling under the more pub-friendly moniker ABK, the brewery is making great inroads in the UK for the first time, marking the next chapter in a centuries-old story. ABK sits in the medieval town of Kofburen, 
Dating back to 1308, the brewery first made waves when it was donated to the townspeople by a wealthy local baron, and it quickly became known in the region for its superb beers. Over the following 300 years, Adkin Game Brewery grew and expanded in Kaufburen to become one of Bavaria's most important brewers. Instinctively then, one might feel a little uneasy about the sale to rock stars. A joint venture between Jonathan Kendrick, JK, and John Paul de Joria, the man that just sold Patron to Bacardi for $5.1 billion. Fortunately though, this generally seems to have been one of the rare situations where the passionate new owners just wanted to put in the resources the brewery needed to reach its potential without fundamentally interfering with its processing or values. Jonathan and John Paul both loved German beers, so they went out to Bavaria in search of their dream and discovered Eitchen Brewery in the Kauf Bruin, says UK sales manager Graham Higgins. When we bought the brewery, it was really about finding something with real heritage and history. We wanted to keep up the traditions and values that make it special, but also introduce its exceptional beer to a wider market. As for the beers themselves, it doesn't get much more Bavarian than this. In 1325, the Kaufburen Brewers Guild declared that all beers produced in the town could only use the best hops and barley and ground-filtered local mineral waters. Bear in mind that this was almost 200 years before the introduction of the Rohengisbott German Purity Law. Today, it still brews with its pick of locally grown spalt and halato hops and grains from the same local farms it's been using since 1308. A lot of beers will add other ingredients to give them flavour or extend their shelf life, continues Graham. We couldn't do that even if we wanted to. Our master brew, Bernard Trick, is one of the most experienced and knowledgeable people you'll ever meet. And his word is law on these things. Nothing but top quality hops, barley and water maturated for between six and eight weeks. There's no other way to get that distinctive character. That doesn't mean that ABK adheres rigidly to a few core styles though. The current lineup is comprised of 18 beers and Burned is known f- to frequently go off piste with seasonal specials and beers for specific markets. The key is that he won't brew anything that isn't worth keeping. Having become an international brand in just three short years, ABK has become a familiar brand in the UK, US, Australia and Asia. Despite this expansion, very little has changed at the brewery in Kaufbrauen. The existing traditional brew house provided more capacity than the brewery strictly needed at the time, so most of the investment has gone into some additional fermentation battles an upgraded kegging line and additional staff. ABK now employs more than 100 people, all local to the town, and many from families who have worked at the brewery for generations. I think with the popularity of good authentic lager growing among craft beer lovers, there's a real place for ABK in the UK, says Graham. As well as being a superb beer, it's got a wonderful story that isn't just marketing fluff. This is a beer that's still being brewed from the same ingredients it was 700 years ago, with real passion by the people of the town where it all started. How many beers can claim that? So there we go, that's a little about ABK. And I must admit I hadn't tried an ABK beer before this. I'd seen ABK beers. There was a large array of ABK beers at the last World Beer Festival um, on the keg bar, but... I didn't actually get around to trying them. 
Now, so that's a little about ABK Brewery. So, let's try a beer that has been brewed the same way, on the same side, by the same people, for the last 700 years. ABK Brewery Helldust Blau. Lightly golden, with a soft, sweet aroma and floral hop notes. Taste the full-bodied grain with lots of green apple and light but persistent hints of pine and herbs with a slight bitterness that persists through to the finish. Hey guys, welcome back. 18th of May 2020. My next beer comes out of the blue. Out of the bright blue. From, wait for this. Wait for this, you're going to be impressed by this. Akchimbrari Kafboren. Akchimbrari Kafboren. One of Germany's oldest breweries, established in 1308. So as old as some of the Belgian Trappist breweries, huh? This is Hell Das Blau, the bright blue, and it's got a bright label. Everything's in German on it, so let's get the translation from untapped. This is a Heller's style lager. This is a light, bright and very satisfying beer. Light golden with a bubbly medium white head that steadily shrinks to a thin foamy lace. Had a few like that just recently. The aroma is soft and sweet with grain and very flowery hops. The taste is full-bodied grain with lots of green apple and light. What does the light taste like? Oh no. <laughs> Sorry, that's just where I stopped reading. With lots of green apple and light but persistent hints of pine and herbs. And a light bitterness that persists through to the finish. Eminently satisfying. So let's see what I think of this then. The bright blue. From ABK. I'm not going to attempt to pronounce it again. They're known as ABK. This has a best before of 6th of the 11th. 20. This out into a glass and see what I think. Ooh, smells interesting. I've got a little bit of nose on it. Right. Ooh, the head dissipates extremely quickly. Wow, that's a nice clear golden beer. So this is a Hell's style lager. I've had a Hell's in a while. Mmm, oh yeah, see what it means by green apple. Very interesting smell for a beer, that. Mmm. It's not bad, that. This was in the World Beer Awards, I think it says. Beer Challenge. Do this. Mm. That is definitely interesting. Very apple-y, very dry. Um, if that was a stout, I'd say there was a particular something wrong with it. Oh, what's that phrase they use? And so they've got a very apple-y taste. It's quite a technical beer word. Can't remember what it is. Very dry on the back end. Very, very weird, that. Very weird. The tasting notes to say it's got green apple flavours to it. Interesting. And I am going to give that a three and a half out of five. It's okay. If you get a chance to try this, try this. Hell Dust Blau. The bright blue. Alright, cheers guys. Have a great evening. Acetaldehyde was the word I was thinking of. That's the one when it has that sort of green apple taste that you usually get in high ABV stouts. But it was weird to get those type of tones off a light beer. 
However, it did say in the actual description that it has green apple flavours. 359 miles or 578 kilometres southwest and returning to somewhere we've been before. We are returning to a town and a brewery I covered on the first edition of Beers from Lockdown. When we went down the Danube, we visited the town of Bad Radkersburg and a brewery called Brauhaus Bivog. And then we returned for our penultimate beer from this box. A beer with a simple name and a name that I will explain in the review. This is off their Facebook page. Our story. Bivog Microbrewery is the fruit of inquisitiveness and aspiration towards discovering new drinking experiences. It is the result of enthusiasm, love and zeal. We brew beers with character and soul. Our goal is to transcend the limits of the known and the ordinary. We have had enough of a monotonous beer offer and the belittling of beer. Beer can be, and is, much more than that. Bivog Brewery is dedicated primarily to beers of top fermentation, more commonly known as ales. The ales we brew originate from England. In the last few decades, this highly diverse type of beer has been given greater breadth with a wider range of flavours and has been shifting the boundaries of individual styles and becoming more and more popular around the world. It's gaining popularity not only with beer lovers and beer drinkers, but with general gourmets, chefs and people who are always willing to explore new flavours and experiences and who care about they ingest. And here's a little bit more information off their website, so I apologise if there's a little bit of repetition between what you're at here and what you've just heard. Founded in 2012 by Vazia Gola as a fruit of deep curiosity towards beer drinking experiences, sending some true deliciousness into the world. Once we had enough of the monotonous beer offerings and the belittling of beer, this liquid can be, and is, much more than that. Bivog Microbrewery is the fruit of curiosity towards discovering new beer drinking experiences. Bivog is the result of enthusiasm, love and zeal. We brew beers with character. Our goal is to transcend the limits of what is known and ordinary. After eight years of existence, we developed three different lines of beer. Year Round, Who Cares and the Paper Bag Series. By now, a wide range of flavours has been shifting the boundaries of individual styles and becoming more and more popular around the world. It's gaining popularity not only with beer lovers and beer drinkers, but in general with gourmets, top chefs and people who are willing to explore new flavours and experiences. At Bivog, we are very creative and do not stick to established norms. We design beers in our own way, the way we know is right. We choose a beer style, take it apart Add a broad spectrum of gained knowledge, ideas and views, put it back together and polish it into our own beer, which is not rigidly cemented in the prescribed frames of an individual style. When creating recipes that we strive towards perfection and above all, refuse all compromise. All of the above has been confirmed by the awards and prizes and above all, by the many super pleased drinkers of our beer. When this is all over, when we can get back out, to places we might have to go visit I might have to go visit this place there's a few places I want to visit um, plan a little tour around Europe I think enjoy sunny days on our patio you are very welcome in our tap room where you can buy and taste at least eight beers from tap and buy cans bottles and even kegs to bring back home 
stuff like t-shirts, hoodies, caps, etc. is also available to buy. We do tours through the brewery, but you do have to reserve a date in advance. For more details, see the tours section of the website. The tap room is located in our brewery and has a glass wall through which you can see the brew house area. Our friendly staff will help you find your beer of choice, even if you don't like beer. We also serve soft drinks, coffee and water. Dogs and other pets are welcome on a leash or in its comfy cage. So they are at Gwerby Park B9 Bad Radkersberg, Austria. Bad Radkersberg train station is a 20-25 minute walk from the brewery, which puts them approximately 1 mile or 1.4 kilometres away. You're very welcome to stop by on your bicycle. We have basic repair tools and a pump station for, for bikes, as well as a 230 volt outlet for re-bikes. Just bring your own charger. Car, motorcycle or van, they have their own parking lot. Little bit about Bivog. And this beer was called Zoe. Zoe, a session IPA. Bivog Brauhas. ABV 4.3%. Style, session IPA. Zoe is a playful session IPA with distinct tropical citrus and grapefruit character. The soft malt backbone combined with oatmeal to give a finely balanced body. Huge amount of American and Australian hops turn this beer into a magnificent hop party with amazingly balanced bitterness and a slim alcohol level. 19th of April 2020, it is beer o'clock. It is one minute past beer o'clock. Tonight I have a can out of my box from the Alp from December 2019 from Beer 52 and this time we're going to Austria to Bivog with a can of their Zoe Session IPA. Bivog I've had several of these before I've had a Bivog out of a Beer 52 box before and I've drank Bivog several times at Budapest Beer Week and I think at one of the Polish craft beer festivals as well. And around the river there, can it says, and you can drink it straight from the can. So Zoe is a 4.3% session IPA. It's got a very interesting looking sort of sea monster on it. All their beers have got some sort of monster on. So 4.3% craft beer. And the write-up for this on Untapped says, Bivog Zoe is a playful and vibrant session IPA, which has distinctive tropical and citrus character with grapefruit, passion fruit, stone fruit and lime. The soft malt backbone combined with oatmeal gives it a finely balanced body. Huge amounts of very fruity American Australian hops added throughout the process of brewing and maturing turn this beer into a significant hop party with amazingly balanced hop bits and all that packs into a slim alcohol level. It's a beer for every day at any time. It should be crisp, should be quite fruity. Did it say anything on the can? No. So. Let's uh, crack this can. There we go. Oh, it's fizzing up a little. There we go. Okay, that's a little more than I wanted to put in the glass, but look at that head. That's got a one, two, one, two, three for five finger foamy white head. Wow. So that's a little bit lively, would be an understatement. It's a nice, crisp, clean golden colour. You can see the bubbles running up it. It's got an extremely foamy, big white head. Mmm. Oh, I'm definitely getting those citrus notes. I'm going to dig in. 
Cheers. Oh, that is nice. Nice. Yeah, I'm definitely getting the sweetness there. Definitely stone fruit in that. I'm getting more accustomed to what stone fruit is. What else did you say? Passion fruit, stone fruit, grapefruit and lime. Yeah, nice big juicy fruity. Lots of body, lots of carbonation. Yeah, that's settled to a two finger head. I think that's the best I'm going to get it. Really nice. Mm, I'm really enjoying that. Yeah, getting the grapefruit, getting the stone fruit. Not really getting much lime, maybe a little on the back end. Alright, I'm going to go. Cheers guys. So I'll just set up for the next one, the final one out of this Alps box. It's a dark. Unfortunately I've got an odd number of lights this time. I usually manage to have a light and a dark, a light and a dark, a light and a dark. I think I've got five lights and three darks. I normally get four lights and four darks in these. They usually do them quite well. As Cheers guys. Thank you for sitting on the beer show and we're all wave. I'll see you guys soon. Have a great evening. Enjoy yourselves whatever you do. I'll see you soon. Hey guys. I just realised something. I didn't rate it, did I? Ah, uh, I've done it again. I forgot to rate it. Two things. The name of this beer, Zo, is Dutch for so. And I forgot to rate it. So, it's getting a 4 out of 5. It's really, really nice. But yeah, that's a nice beer. Right, I'll be back in a couple of minutes. I'm just going to get set up for the next beer. I just wanted to come back and tell you why I was rating this beer. Because I completely forgot to tell you that this beer is a 4 out of 5. Absolutely amazing. Love this beer. Love this brewery. Cheers. And finally, we're coming back on ourselves now. 168 miles or 271 kilometres southwest to the town of Kromberg, just on the border between Slovenia and Italy. And yes, we've come back to Slovenia. We go past Advashina, where we were last time, all the way up to the border, almost, where we find a brewery named after a Quentin Tarantino film. This is Reservoir Dogs. There wasn't anything about them in the Ferment magazine because this was an extra for the Darks box. So there wasn't a piece on them. So let's see what their website had to say. And then there is a small write-up of each beer in the back of the magazine. I'll then give you that. This is taken from their website. Hobby Unleashed. Find what you love and let it kill you. Life is a lethal disease, so why not ride it out in style? With their own pro brewery, the dogs are quenching their passion for craft beer and they are loving it to death. Literally. They left their comfort zone to start a pro brewery. They didn't need it. They simply wanted it. Technology. All in. Craft way. It may have started out as a hobby, but their production now resembles the best in class. Yet it is still purely craft, leaving a wide open space for innovative ideas and unlimited creativity. The technical equipment that just supports the craftsmen in the search of perfection. The 40 hectolitre brew house, 40 and 80 hectolitre fermenters, automated bottling line, chilled warehouse for the final products, and 100% key keg. Thirsty for more? If you think you can handle this pack of dogs, feel free to drop by their brewery. Their growls may or may not be accompanied by beer tastings and a brewery tour, 16 beers on tap, and a complete range of bottled beers, hot and cold snacks, a bottle shop with non aggressive pricing. A beer garden for a breath of fresh air when it all gets too much. So there they are. Somewhere else to visit when all this is That's a little about the brewery. Let's find out about this beer. Oh, and there it is, front and centre on the Facebook page. Profile photo. Patch 50. 
Reservoir of Dogs, Slovenia. 9.5% Imperial Stout. Brewed with 8 different types of malt to get a well-balanced Imperial Stout with a full body. Silky texture and gentle aromas and taste of chocolate, coffee and caramel. The hops are Slovenian of course, this time Styrian Bobek. Hey guys, alright, here we go. Half past beer o'clock. Our final beer for tonight and my final beer from the Alps comes from a Slovenian brewery obviously influenced by Quentin Tarantino because the name of the brewery is Reservoir Dogs and this is their Batch 50 Imperial Stout coming in at 9.5% It's got a use-by of 12-2021 Comes in a 33ml bottle or 0.33 litres of these European bottles Alright, so let's get this out into my glass and see what I think As always, my De Heidebrugge bottle opener However, unusual ones I might hang on to, that's quite nice. <laughs> right. Ooh, that's pouring a nice thick black. <laughs> I get the feeling I'm going to be drinking this one all to myself. Ooh, chocolate tones on that. Very boozy. Absolutely no head whatsoever. Completely headless, that. Right. Let's uh, taste this and see what I think. So this is batch number 50 Imperial Stout from Reservoir Dogs in Slovenia. Bit smoky. A little bit of sweetness there, but also a lot of dryness. It's okay. Not the best Imperial Stout I've ever had. It's not bad, but it's um, a bit smoky for me. I'm not too keen on this. Which is a pity because I normally like my MPs, my Imperial Stouts. A bit too overkill on everything. All I can really taste is chocolate and smoke. And dry bitterness. And booze. 9.5% and it comes over extremely boozy. A little bit of red fruit in the background maybe. I'm going to give that a 3 out of 5. I'm not overly impressed with that. Which is a pity for an Imperial Stout, but I look forward to trying more from these guys. Yeah, it's my first beer I've had from them. Look forward to trying them again. Different beers, different styles. I'm going to go. Have a great evening, guys. Do what you're really doing. Stay safe. And I'll see you soon. That is it for our trek through the Alps. Thank you for joining me this time. Where will we go next time? Subscribe to find out. If you have any comments, questions, or if there's anything you've seen that you think I should try and review, then you can get in contact by emailing cyberbeer at cyberbeer.co.uk. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram using at cyber underscore beer, 
or you can find us on Facebook by typing in Cyber Beer. And if you want to see the process in process, follow me on Twitter and Periscope. Periscope is just at Cyber Beer, all one word. Or you can watch through the Twitter account or on the Facebook account. I go live on Facebook as well. On a Monday and a Tuesday, set your notifications because I never really know when I'm going to go live. Don't have a set time. It depends on the weather. It's sometimes afternoon, sometimes it's evenings. Sometimes it's a bit of both. And occasionally I do a weekend as well, a Saturday or a Sunday. Or both. So just stay tuned to find out what's going on. So like, set your notifications. So you're notified when I go live. To find out where I am and what I'm doing that week. And remember to subscribe to the podcast so you get the next episode when it drops. Uh, 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 u